Hello, I'm Andrew Tuck, and you're listening to Tall Stories on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. Today, we visit one of Europe's bastion amusement parks, hosting 2.3 million fun seekers a year. Park Asterix is also a quiet leader in environmental management and a key ethical recruiter too. Here to describe the ups and downs of the park is today's guide, Sally Howard. It's 10am at Park Asterix to the north of Paris and amid a torrent of squeals from nearby ancient Egypt-themed roller coaster Osiris, French families queue at Les Cosieres de Epidemes, a water ride themed for a hapless Venetian merchant. He's a regular feature in the much-loved 1960s French-Belgian comic series for which this park is themed, René Goskin's Asterix the Gaul. In French, epidemis is a pun on corn cob, the traded commodity, as well as testicles, as in having balls. But in English translations, he's economic crisis, a comic harbinger of mishaps in trade. With 2.3 million visitors a year and a brand new on-site hotel, a gloriously campy bolt hole designed to resemble the locks of Lutetia or the Roman Empire-era Paris, Park Asterix is, for its part, doing a brisk trade, including in replica pickaxes, yoldy-worldy slushes and winged hats as worn by the pugnacious titular Gaul. Yet the park is a relative minnow compared to its near-neighbour Disneyland Paris, which sees 15 million annual visitors for Mickey and Donald and state-of-the-art rides including the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast. Guy Vassal, the new Park Asterix Director General, is a Disney man. He's been brought in to give this 33-year-old French institution a bit of its competitors' pizzazz. So there will be new mega roller coasters in coming years, including two TARTIS. This 2023 launch will be the fastest roller coaster in France at 110 km an hour, with 23 negative G-force experiences per ride. It's what people seem to want, Vassel, suave and deeply tanned, tells me when we meet next to Pegas Express, the 2017 launch current star attraction amongst the park's coasters. This plunges its way through a series of rapid twists and turns to a final brake run, disgorging hundreds of ashen-faced riders an hour. For all of its drive to become bigger and better, in short, to Americanize. Park Asterix is also quietly Gallic. The park is a key local recruiter and offers decent job and pay conditions to the 3,000 seasonal employees who dress up in Obelix costumes, Asterix's sumo-like muscular sidekick, or vend giant candy flosses or serve endless banquets in Roman togas. The park is also busy rewilding its eight hectares. It's part of Natura 2000, a network of European nature reserves that are breeding and resting sites for rare and threatened species, including red squirrels and garter snakes. And in 2021, the park also announced it would close its dolphin and sea lion aquaria for animal welfare reasons. 
In the literary culture wars, Park Asterix treads more cautiously. There's a fierce debate brewing in the US over whether to redraw some of the 20th century comics' dated renderings, such as large-lipped black slaves in Asterix the Gladiator, with French publisher Hachette pushing back, noting that these comics, they say, are a product of mid-20th century social mores and should be seen as such. These more challenging depictions, including coquettish Native American women that feature in Asterix in America, are politically absent from the theme park estate. While packs of teens queue for the biggest rides, families with little kids prefer the park's less follicle-raising offerings, such as a chance for a cuddle with Asterix and Obelix, a magician druid getafix, or a madcap show, heavy on slapstick, that sees tone-deaf bard cacophonics disport with a flock of ducks, two friendly ferrets, and that quadruped edible, much loved by Obelix, a snuffling wild boar. In a mocked-up Roman amphitheatre, 500 parents, children and teenagers impatiently wait Gauls versus Romans that match. It's a show that pits those mocked hegemons of the ancient world. The Romans, after all, are always slow and overfed in Asterix's chauvinistic sagas against the plucky Gauls in a series of challenges. These include a lively hip-hop dance-off, an aerial acrobatic show, and most weirdly, perhaps, a Segway race. My son and I share a bench with Louis and Bruce, a Parisian gay couple who are here with their seven-year-old son, Luca. What do they think of the proposed modernisation of Park Asterix to compete with its more brazen neighbour, Disneyland? I don't think you need bigger and bigger roller coasters to have a thrilling experience, Bruce, a 45-year-old fashion designer, muses. The crowd claps wildly. We just come here to enjoy the silliness, he says. And, you know, drink cider from a plastic animal horn, Louis adds with a smile. Buy two Tartus! The crowd erupts in cheers. The Gauls have vanquished their indolent foes and, like this most French of theme parks, the Gauls and Romans will live to fight another day. You've been listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle 24 production. Today's episode was written by Sally Howard and produced and edited by David Stevens. And remember to tune in on Thursday for the full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, city lovers. <laughs>